back into the great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Joining me now, as promised, he is in the New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame. He is a Super Bowl champion. I, I, you know, there's been a few two-point conversions in, in Super Bowl history. Maybe the most notable, most famous he's responsible for. I think it's certainly in the argument. Lance Moore is our guest now on the program. Good morning, Lance, man. How's life? How you doing? Morning. Uh, all is well. Um, the kids are happy and healthy. The wife is keeping me busy, and which obviously makes her happy. Um, and, you know, I got a couple guys I'm training for the combine, a couple receivers. So staying busy and, uh, you know, happy and healthy like everybody else. That's awesome, man. So uh, what's, your, what's your favorite Beastie Boys song of all time? Boys song, I guess, would have to be Intergalactic. Oh, um, I had no idea who the Beastie Boys were um, kind of early on when they were kind of fresh. Um, and I ended up going to uh, a high school out in the suburbs. And that was where I was first introduced to the Beastie Boys. And, <laughs> and obviously, Intergalactic is a classic. So um, I'll just go ahead and stick with that one. I like it. No, I like it. Most Most guys that maybe, you know, don't listen to them a ton, they'll go with like, you know, like your boys Vilma and Roman Harper, they'll go for like Fight for Your Right or whatever. But that Hello Nasty album, Intergalactic, good choice. I dig it. And, um, you know, I, let, let's get into that, that Super Bowl experience for you, Lance, because I was talking to uh, your teammate Roman Harper earlier this week, and he was bringing up, you know, him going a little early with the Pro Bowlers and, you know, how you guys kind of partied that week but also kind of stayed focused on the prize when you think about the week leading up to the game, the week in Miami, what's the first memory that comes to your mind? How busy it was. I mean, I, I, every single player that you hear get interviewed, they say, you know, you try to keep everything as normal as possible. And, you know, you want it to be a normal week. And it's everything but that. I mean, it is the, the complete opposite of normalcy. Um, the, the different obligations that you have as far as media goes, um, obviously, there's a, a primetime media day these days, which in my mind is even more crazy. Um, but, you know, there's, there's so many more obligations that you have as far as travel for family, tickets, media. I mean, the list goes on. And it, it, is, it is hard to kind of make it a normal week. I mean, because there is so much stuff that's going on around you that doesn't really have anything to do with actually going out and playing the football game. So you, you pile all that stuff on top of, you know, game planning, practicing, getting your body together, getting your rest. Um, it's, it's definitely tough to kind of get in that mode. But, you know, we, we found a way to do that. And, and like you said about the partying, I mean, we got there and we were just excited to be in Miami and this is the Super Bowl and we don't know if we'll ever be back here again. And um, we did go out one night and, and a bunch of guys ended up being late for media day. Yeah. And Sean, la Sean laid into us that next morning. And just kind of let us know, like, if you guys want to come down here and party, we're going to go out here and get embarrassed. If that's what you want, then keep partying. Um, but that's not what I want. We didn't work, you know, this whole season and really our entire lives for this this one, potentially one opportunity to win a Super Bowl. And that kind of, I think, shifted everybody's mindset and focus onto, okay, this is like for real. Like, we can't, we can't do something stupid and kind of let this get away from us and um, thankfully, we we found a way to kind of get refocused and and you know do what it took that the rest of that week and into the weekend to to uh, bring the Super Bowl back. All the build up to it, you know, for a guy like you that 
I think a lot of Saints fans remember Lance Moore, right? He's in the Hall of Saints Hall of Fame. They remember the touchdowns, the dancing, having fun, you know, the Kenny Stills celebration that inspired a Key and Peel sketch. And they see you on TV now and doing different stuff. But I always think about guys like you, like, man, this undrafted out of Toledo, right? Cut by the Browns, like on the Saints practice squad during the Katrina season, NFL Europe. I mean, you, everything for you leading up to that point, it was, um, I don't know, everyone's journey's different. I don't know that there's a, a traditional NFL journey, but when the game finally kicks off for you, do you find yourself kind of reminiscing about everything that led up to that point, or are you totally just not thinking about anything at that point? It's just, okay, it's football. I can't overthink it here. Well, first and foremost, let me correct you. The the Kenny Stills celebration was inspired by Kenny. My bad. That's correct. Didn't, That's correct. We didn't do it, and then they <laughs> created the sketch. Like, like I, I, you know, those guys are comedic geniuses. And, and you went on their show, right? I remember they. Yeah, they, yeah they I, loved I, it. that that celebration actually led to me being on an episode of Kenny Peel, which is uh, man, it's, it's great, awesome to be able to say that and tell people, hey, I was on the Kenny Peel show. Um, but but to your question, um, you, you know what? It's it's not a situation where you really even have the time to have that type of reflection before the game or during the game, um, thinking about my journey. I think somewhat during the week, maybe you're like, man, this is this is you know a dream come true. This is basically a football. You dream of it to make it to a Super Bowl and then to win a Super Bowl. Um, but but once that ball is kicked off. You're not thinking about anything other than doing your job. I mean, because it, it, it's it's there's too much going on. There's too much at stake for your mind to be going elsewhere and to be worrying about what ifs or or you know journey situations. Um, you know, for me, it was it was what can I do to help this team win this game? Um, and and thankfully, I was able to to go out and make a few plays for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pair of catches, and then of course three catches if you count the two point conversion and. I remember being at the game and um, I was kind of on the other side of the field and somehow a, a text got through on my old little flip phone and somebody's like, no, it's, it's going to be reversed. And, you know, people in the stands were like, wait, what, what? Uh, take us through that play, man. Cause it was, I, you know, two point conversions. It's not like there's been sort of this standout, super notable one in a Super Bowl. So I think of, of, of all the ones that have ever happened, you know, yours is pretty much up there. It, the difference between, you know, five and seven is big and the fact that it was reviewed and what's going through your mind. Take us through the whole process, I guess. When the play's called, uh, did you think you had it? And, and what, what's it like on the sideline as you're waiting for them to make the call? Yeah, when when the uh, when Shockey scored the touchdown and Sean is like, I need, you know, give me Lance Moore, I, I knew immediately what the play was. Um, we run – that specific play so many times in my time there. And that was, you know, basically his top two point conversion play. So I knew what the play was obviously get in the huddle and I'm thinking, just catch the ball. I mean, you know, I've done it a ton of times before. Um, and I actually, somebody posted the video of it the other day on Twitter and I watched it and I'm, and I always tell people like I was lined up way too deep, you know, in the backfield, I guess you could say in, in where I aligned and, that's the reason why the ball ends up kind of out in front of me the way that it does, because I was so deep. If I had been closer to the line of scrimmage, I don't think that that catch would have been nearly as circus-like as it was. I mean, I, I probably would have just been able to catch it and just, you know, walk into or out of the end zone. Um, 
And it's funny because you watch the video, and I do kind of scoot up about six inches or so, but then I look at it, I'm like, geez, I'm still like a yard and a half behind the line of scrimmage. Um, but, yeah, just see ball, catch ball. I mean, that's the, the most simple instruction that I give the young kids that I work with uh, as far as receiver play goes. I mean, whatever you have to do to contort your body, to get your hands in position, to get your hands on the football, whatever it takes. Um, and that was definitely one of those situations for me. The ball is way out there. Had to turn my hands over the, you know, the opposite way, which is not preferable, and able to catch the ball. As I'm falling, I knew that where the goal line was, obviously, and tried to reach back. And in my head, I knew that I had control of the football, but I was kind of thinking, like, was it long enough? What happened? Did he just bump into me and I dropped it? Like, I really didn't know. So when I got to the sideline, Sean is like, did you catch it? And he's, you know, all jacked up. And I'm like, yeah, even though I really <laughs> didn't know. I figured I did, but there's, I mean, there's really no way it happened so fast. But then when you put it in slow motion, they were showing the, the highlights in the, in the stadium. I'm like, there's no way that they're not going to give us this two-point conversion. But obviously, since they called it incomplete, I'm like, well, there is a chance they're gonna, you know, they're gonna leave it as incomplete. And obviously, when they when they said that it was it was good, uh, a sigh of relief and excitement, like, man, I just made a hell of a catch in the Super Bowl. It's pretty cool. Uh, but still, you know, there was there was still work for us to do, and and you know, thankfully the defense stepped up and made a play, and the rest is history. Yeah, it was such a big moment in the game. You know, it's 12 plus years later, folks. So you remember, you know, the, the, the Porter pick and, and, the, and, and ambush, but there's less than six minutes in regulation. I mean, that two-point conversion, if, if you're not able to bring it in, I don't know, is the defense different? Maybe it all ends with a Saints win, who knows? But, you know, a couple minutes later, Porter picks six, and the rest is history. And it's quite, this is a question, Lance, I, I ask every, you know, everybody that was on that Saints team, and I've been fortunate enough to talk to a lot of your teammates from that team, and their answers are all slightly different like in terms of what it was like after the game, right? Whether it be in the locker room, the drive back, whatever. Some of them have said, man, the moment, I, I don't, it, it happened so fast, I don't think I was able to really understand the gravity of it. And others, you know, like your, your boy Pierre Thomas, he's, he says, you know, he was like shaking. He was like overwhelmed with just sort of the journey and everything that led up to it and this dream. You know, I talked to your friend Roman Harper. He's like, man, they were throwing me Mardi Gras beads. I was just partying. This was great. What was what was your post game experience like, and do you feel like you were able to sort of, I guess, understand the gravity of like you're a Super Bowl champion? Yeah, I think initially, like right after the game ended, the feeling of goosebumps, um, and it just stuck. You know, like it, it wasn't like a goosebumps how it usually is a couple seconds and it's gone. It's just like, oh my goodness, this is cr you know this is crazy, and I, that's kind of how I felt. Um, I agree with all of the feelings that everybody else that you said had. I mean, it, it, there was moments of, of kind of like, wow, like a dream really did come true. And, and, you know, understanding the gravity of it, I guess a little bit later, I mean, right, right away, it was, it was kind of like almost like shock, like, well, how we did it, you know, not to say that we didn't believe or I didn't believe that we could win, but just actually going out and doing it, you know, the feeling is raw and it's real and it's, it's uh, um, something that it's, it's really hard to describe. But I know from that point, the bus ride back to the hotel was awesome and celebratory, and we're all yelling outside, you know, out, out the windows of the bus. And then you get back to the hotel, and there's a, a huge party going on there with, you know, the Saints 
staff and players and family members, and then you go out on the town. So it was it was kind of like all of those emotions, shock and disbelief, excitement, a dream come true, and then, okay, let's put on our party hats and celebrate this thing. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how I felt about it. And then, obviously, later on the reflecting starts starts to happen, and it's like, wow, like this, we really won the Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, it, it didn't stop. That the, that feeling didn't stop anytime soon. And to do it for a franchise like that, you know, for a city that had never had one in a state where, you know, the Saints are the Saints are king. Uh, you, you, you know, I know you live on the West Coast now and, and folks see you do stuff on TV in New Orleans. And <clears throat> you mentioned training guys. But when you go back to New Orleans, um, again, your teammates kind of say the same thing. You, you get treated a little different than whenever you're somewhere else, right? Like the, because folks still recognize you, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you still buy your meals and drinks, but I guess if you didn't want to, and you just kind of walked into a bar, somebody's probably buying your beer, Lance. <laughs> yeah, every now and again, uh, the the love, man, the love is real there, um, and I think even even before we won the Super Bowl, the, the love between the organization, the players, and and the community. Um, really the whole region um, it's really like a family thing so to to go back now and um, I mean it's almost like a celebration every time Mr. Tuboy conversion man that's Super Bowl thank you and the feeling is mutual you know obviously we did something great for an area that needed it in the worst way especially with you know the, the obviously the history of the Saints before then, as well as, you know, the, the natural disaster and Hurricane Katrina. And, I mean, basically everything that, that, that everybody there has had to deal with, um, just to be able to deliver that Super Bowl to them um, was awesome and, and clearly something, you know, none of us will ever forget. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a feeling of love every single time I'm back in the, in the city. At Lance Moore, one six on Twitter. Last thing, Lance, I just wanted your thoughts on this one coming up Sunday, Super Bowl 56 where you're leaning and uh, who you think is going to win? If, if I were a big-time betting man, I think I would bet on the Rams. I just think that they are – they've been there. Um, obviously, Matthew Stafford has not been there before, but that team was just there a few years ago. And I think that Sean McVay has kind of learned from his past um, and understands what it takes uh, to win a game like this. Uh, I think that their defense is – extremely extremely good and and could present some big time problems for that Cincinnati offense but on the flip side Cincinnati's offense is really good I mean I, I was just thinking about it on the way um, to the gym that that Cincinnati has struggled protecting Joe Burrow at times but they just continue to win I mean that that wild card game against the Raiders they gave up nine sacks and they still won the game and then you throw in the fact that they can also run the football I think if they if they play that type of, of game where they protect the football, they run the football, and then they throw the ball to kind of change it up. I think that they can win this game. Um, but, but like I said, if I were a betting man, I, I think that the roster that the Rams have is better, and they've been there and done that before. So I, w- I would kind of lean that direction. But I'm an Ohio guy, so I'm going to be cheering for the Bengals. And, and obviously what happened against the Rams a few years ago for us doesn't lend me the ability to, to cheer for them either. So – I'm going to cheer for the Bengals, even though there's guys on the Rams team that I like and I've played with. Um, I think it's going to be a great game, though. No, I dig it. Like, you're, you're doing the sort of – you're on TV, you're an analyst. Here's objectively what I think is going to happen. But I grew up in Ohio, and I played for the Saints, so here's why I'm rooting for the Bengals. Like, it's good. I mean, you just right to the point. Um, 
I did. There is one final question I meant to ask you before I ask you about the Super Bowl. Uh, your Super Bowl ring? Do you ever do you ever wear it? Do you just keep it stashed away? Like I know every guy is a little different, but what's your what's your ring etiquette? And then we'll let you run. It's actually in like a little display case um, in my office, kind of with a lot of my awards or books or just I have like a shelf that's that's mine and my wife doesn't have anything that's on that shelf it sits in my office and I really I don't wear it I mean I've worn it you know maybe maybe 10 times in in 12 years Um, I'm just not you know I'm not a guy that's going to be flaunting that really Um, but occasionally I will put it on for a big time event obviously Saints Hall of Fame was a big time event um, but yeah, I, I just, I, it's one of those things that I, I, I love to look at it. Um, and I don't necessarily love to wear it because it's just, I feel like it's just that important to me. Lance Moore has been our guest. Lance, I know, uh, you got young kids like me, know your family, man, wishing you guys all the best. It's always good to catch up every couple of years. Uh, I love hearing the old stories and memories. Enjoy the Super Bowl this week. And, uh, let's chat again in a few years, man. All the best. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Take care.